pretty much all of our clients are quite traditional eaters, so there's always a degree of roti salad being in there um, a couple of times a week. What we say to them is keep this in your diet, okay? Keep it into your diet, but here's what I want you to do. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Zeddy Training Podcast. It has been a while. Hope everyone is keeping well. For those that fasted during Ramadan, hope it was a blessed one. And now that you are back in the zone now. Ramadan is over now for those who'd observed it. And we're really looking to pick the energy back up again, get the training back again. But there's only one problem. The gyms are still closed. So... I don't really know what else I can do or say to really motivate you guys. There's only so much I can do when it comes to gyms being closed, especially if you're a regular gym goer, but I I feel you, I really do, because I'm struggling at the moment myself as well. Um, So please hang in there. Okay, that's all I can say just now. (laughs) Not really helping much. But hope you guys are well in all seriousness and keeping safe. Um, We're almost there, I think, where we are up in Scotland. It's uh, lockdown phases are kind of moving moving through at the moment. Not sure when gyms are going, going to be open, so kind of sucks to hear that but i think that'll be one of the last things to open much to my delight but hope you are keeping well and uh, you're finding ways to keep fit and keep your journey going because it's not been easy and the topic that i wanted to go through today really kind of like i said people were up in arms about our recent um stories and testimonials because as you know or as you may know um or if you don't know we predominantly work with the asian communities so asian population clients is our specialty and we work to help them lose weight uh, exercise i mean what any other good trainer would do is what we do but the difference is we need to kind of structure in and factor in the the diet and the culture in a way as well and make sure that people can follow it okay now along with that it's not really just a case of you know, curries and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot, there's a big element of family support, support system around you. If you're living with your in-laws, if your spouse isn't being helpful, we need to factor all that so that we can create the best plan possible. And we put, recently we had been putting up a lot of testimonials and a couple of infographs about foods, desi foods that you can still have. And um, they've probably been our most well-received and most popular ones because I think there were some things like jana chat and samosa and stuff like that we were putting on and people were like, what the heck, I thought you were supposed to cut this crap out. Um, false. And I'm going to quickly explain <clears throat> excuse me, why you can still keep it in and lose weight. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you're new to the whole idea of kind of weight loss, let's say you've never been on a journey before. Weight loss is simply all about energy, Okay. People need to remember this. They need to keep in mind that weight loss is all about burning fuel um, when your body is in a negative energy balance. So that negative energy balance is what we call a calorie deficit. So your job really isn't to care about the terms, okay? You just want to know how to do it, of course. So we're going to explain that. So everybody, including, you know, so, so if you're listening to this just now, me and you, we need two different amounts of calories to, calorie amounts rather, to maintain our body weight. So for me, it's about two and a half thousand calories. That keeps my body weight stable. If I was going to weigh myself, the way uh, the scale wouldn't change. Okay, so if this was to be consistent over the you know over the week, this is what we would term as your resting metabolic rate. So your BMR. Okay, so the amount of calories you need just to keep the same. For you, it may be sixteen hundred. Okay, in order to lose weight, you would continue to eat that amount of food. And then you would exercise, okay? You would burn calories. You would go for a walk. That's how you lose weight, guys, okay? It's as simple as that, okay? So you just need to move more, 
just hide up your diet a little bit, move more, and um, that's how you burn body fat. But then apple cider vinegar comes along, and then green tea comes along, and then Cambodia pills, Cambodia, Cambodia, whatever you want to call it. It comes along, uh, booty fat burners come along, uh, you name it, everything comes along, and it tells you lose weight 14 days, you know, take this with your drink, take this before bed, and you'll melt that fat away. <laughs> Guys, listen to this, right? If it was that easy, do you not think everybody out there would be in shape, okay? It's, it's, I don't blame you for trying all that. At the end of the day, we all need to try and learn because we kind of learn through our mistakes, including me. I did some stupid stuff as well, but you can't really fall for that because if that was the case, everybody would be in shape. If there was such a thing as a five-minute booty blasting workout, don't you think every woman out there would have a nice, firm, round set of glutes, okay? I mean, that's just the truth. It's just not going to happen instantly. It takes time. Okay, but weight loss, on paper, it is simple. But actually applying it is where people struggle. Not because they're not actually doing it, they're doing it. But the problem is patience and consistency. Patience and consistency will make or break your weight loss efforts, guys, okay? Because you cannot expect the results to come in two to four weeks. Now, you may want to tune out and close the podcast episode after this now. And like, I get that, but that's not what you want to hear. But our job is to help you guys and to say it like it is. What we're giving you out is no different to the other, to the next good trainer on Instagram. It's the, it's this kind of regurgitated information. It's the application of it that we are trying to really nail down because we understand, you know, the Asian lifestyle, the culture, the diet is quite different. You know, we've had the majority of female clients that we get have actually come from working with gym-based trainers, and you know they're great trainers, but because they're non-Asian, they don't understand. So when they when it comes to giving the diet, they get the PDF document and it's like chicken, asparagus, and you know steak, blah blah blah. But there's no real fat kind of consideration to you know, if you're going to have a roti salad or something like that here and there, they don't get that. And they're not supposed to, like, fair enough, because it's not their target demographic. But we work in this kind of demographic, so we understand and we appreciate the little nuances and everything else that goes into it. So that's why I wanted to talk about briefly how you can eat your Asian foods and still either maintain your weight or lose weight. Okay, it's as simple as that. And I can cut this all down in literally 30 seconds, but I'm going to explain why you can still do it, okay? Because now, so remember, when it comes to weight loss, it's all about energy, okay? The average roti is about 80 to 100 calories, I would say, depending on the size of it, um, which is what you would expect, okay? The reason when you go on Google or when you, you know, put it into your calorie calculator, the reason, the reason it's a bit higher is either because it's a large one or because you've done the old-fashioned thing and put butter on it, and butter can ramp up the calories quite a bit. Okay, but if you just have a plain old roti, not on its own, that's, that's weird. Um, on its own, it's about, yeah, I'd probably say between 1,700 calories, okay? That's that's kind of what you're looking at. Not bad, okay? Now, roti, two or three ingredients, that's really it. It's the flour, you've got, in some cases, salt as well, and the water, and that's really it, okay? There's not much else that goes into it. So the food itself, unless you've got an intolerance to eat, then, of course, you, you can't be eating roti. But keeping it in your diet is totally fine to do. It's just like having a wholemeal wrap, um, you know, 50-50 or brown bread, sweet potato. It doesn't matter. Rotis are not bad, okay? You need to remember that. The problem that lies, the problem that everyone faces rather, is in the curries and the salad. The reason for that, and I'm pretty sure you know where I'm going to go with this, we put a post out actually the other day on Instagram about oils and um, how you should actually tablespoon your oils, because one tablespoon is about 120 calories, between 110 and 120 calories. 
that's just one tablespoon of olive oil. <laughs> if you hadn't done that um, previously, you were probably just putting the glugs in into the handy, and that's really it, not even paying attention. But then also, as the you know your ingredients get a little bit dry, what do you do? You put in a little bit more oil again, and before you know it, you are taking in anywhere between four, five, six hundred calories without even realizing it. The thing is, guys, oil is very low volume, so it means that you don't actually taste it. So it doesn't fill you up. Okay, it gets submerged into the food and it gets absorbed, thus then bumping up the calories. And that's why when it comes to consuming roti salin, the salin is the biggest culprit. Now, I know what you're going to say. You just When you're taking it out of the serving bowl, just swim around the oil and just take out as much of the gravy as you can or whatever it is. Yes, that would save a lot of calories, but a lot of that still kind of emerged. It's kind of immersed itself into the food, so you need to remember that. So the biggest tip I can say to you just now is use a tablespoon when you're measuring it. Start even when you start cooking. Why don't you just use a cooking spray? That's about one calorie per spray. Use a cooking spray initially to kind of soften the onions and the tomatoes, whatever you're putting in, and then maybe midway through you can then put you know a tablespoon or two of olive oil, and you're done. Okay. That honestly, we we told a couple of ladies this that weren't members of clients on Instagram uh, a couple of months ago. They cut that back, and I'm not being dramatic. I'm not lying. I'll even screenshot it and show you. But by doing so, by cutting that down, a couple of them, I said, well, two of them really that we're speaking to, um, had said that by cutting that down, they cut the calories back quite a bit. They implemented a bit of walking and they ate a bit more protein, and they had lost three kilograms. Okay, that's well, one of them had lost four, four between four and five, but uh, I remember the one that had lost three kilograms because I remember the way she was telling me, it was quite a colorful conversation. But simply by just cutting back on the oil or even just being mindful using a tablespoon, you've cut back, you know, I'd probably say even more than half of your calories. That's a heck of a lot, okay? That counts, people forget that, that counts. Oil doesn't make you fat, okay? Oil just adds up calories. So when you're consuming calories and then you eat more, that's what causes weight gain. No food will cause weight gain directly, guys. Okay, you need to remember this. It's the fact that these ingredients like sugars and your, your fats and stuff, they, the butters, they make food taste good. When food tastes good, you eat more of it, okay? And that's why the arguments always can be made by the people that actually know what they're talking about and saying that sugar is not the direct cause for obesity. It's the fact that sugar makes food taste good and then it kind of brings in that mechanism to the brain and then you just keep eating more. But it's not, you can have a, t- <laughs> not that you would, right? But you can have a tablespoon of sugar just straight from the from the spoon, you know, once a day if you want it. And you can, as long as your, your calories are still respected and you're exercising, you'll be just fine, okay? So it's very important you understand the importance of energy balance in the body. So we have one-to-one personal training and we've got members in our members area, okay? Both of them, they get a level of service from us. We give them nutritional guidance and everything in between, okay? One thing we say to them is, how are you eating just now? Do you eat with your family? Do you eat with your spouse? Are you still living at home with your parents? Who's making the food? What food's getting made? How is it made? And the reason we're doing that is because we need to have an understanding of everything about them, okay? When they tell us, for example, when it comes to Asian, we work with pretty much all of our clients are quite traditional eaters, so there's always a degree of roti salad being in there a um, couple of times a week. What we say to them is, keep this in your diet, okay? Keep it into your diet, but here's what I want you to do. 
And this could be just as simple as having a smaller roti. If it's two roti, maybe just having one. If it's, you know, if you're having the salad in a serving bowl, and my suggestion earlier is if it's swimming in oil, do your best. Of course, there's still going to be some in it, but do your best to work around it and take it away from the oil. If you're going to have a meat-based one, make sure there's more of the meat in your plate. Or, you know, depending on... Well, suppose it's a bit of a sensitive matter, but if it's a male or female cooking, um, then what you can do is um, cook it yourself, and then you'll at least you'll know what's going in there. You can taste will not be compromised, guys. Okay, people forget this. Taste will not be compromised if you reduce the oil a little bit. I get oil does add that bit of kind of uh, that kind of nice uh, piquance, for lack of a better term, when it comes to um, you know making food quite quite palatable. Actually, that's the word I'm looking for, palatable. Um, but if you can you can reduce it by half and still have it tasting good. Guys, our females are doing it in the members area. We've got the clients doing it. We're not even telling them how to do it. We've just told them, cut back on the oil a little bit and maybe just, um, if you're going to have you know red meat-based ones all the time, if it's going to be mutton, if it's going to be lamb or whatever it is, doesn't matter, cut back on that just a little bit and have more of your meat-based ones. By having more chicken breast-based curries, you're going to be cutting the calories in half because chicken breast naturally is leaner. But then people argue and say, oh, it's quite bland and it's quite dry. Well, not really, if you can spice it up a little bit. Okay, and this is why, uh, you, you know, you need to be making sure when it comes to eating Asian foods, you don't quit it because you cannot stop eating foods that have, you know, been part of your life for so many years. That's just going to be a massive shock to the system. Not only is it going to be a massive shock to the system, but you're not going to enjoy eating bland, boring foods because, you know, when you, it's almost like a... Um, a reward center for a lot of people when it comes to eating traditional Asian foods, it brings a family together. So you want to get to the position where you're eating well, but you're still able to enjoy family time and do something that you've been doing for many years. And that's why we never ban Asian foods, okay? We, I mean, we did do it in the early days, like years ago when we didn't know better, but, you know, obviously when you when you learn along, you get some experience and you see what works, of course. And over time, when we get the food logs back, there's always Asian foods in there. And guess what? Guess what? The weight is dropping off. Okay? It's all about being mindful. It's all plain and simple. Me putting out an Instagram post or one of the guys saying, um, you know, just be careful with oil and that's it. Okay? It's not as simple as that. It's all. It's a case of saying that, but then how can you put taste back into it? And that's why I suggested using the cooking spray to begin with and then bringing the oil in afterwards with a tablespoon. Um, you can buy a low-fat butter. Now, there's a lot of um, kind of argument around this. I know, when, like I get it when people say low-fat ones are not better, it's actually unhealthier. Yeah, they put other ingredients in there, but you're looking at calories, guys, okay? If you're eating tablespoon after tablespoon after butter, of butter, then yes, that's bad for you, okay? But you can buy a low-fat butter and have it, you know, with your toast or whatever, maybe you'll be just fine. It will save you calories. You can't be making the argument, oh, they put chemicals in it, but then you're fine enough having crisps and, you know, sugary juices and stuff like that it doesn't make any sense you know so same like artificial sweeteners again there's a lot of argument made that causes cancer and all this nonsense but there's no direct evidence for it as long as you're you know having sweeteners in moderation you'll be just fine unless the big one unless your gp has told you stay away from sweeteners in that case yeah go for it don't listen to what we're saying because the gp will tell you uh, he'll be more informed and he'll be able to um tell you based on your own personal circumstances, based on your own health, because obviously it's your GP. So, 
you know, when it comes to cutting things out, um, I, I, I'm, I'm very much against that. But things like low fat, low sugar, they're fine to have, guys. It saves calories and that's it. Unless it's based around every meal, then yeah, that can be bad for you, of course, because I don't know what else, you know, if having a huge quantity of the additional greens is going to be bad for you. But low fat butter, you know, lower than lower fat meal, artificial sweeteners, these guys, uh, these things save calories, okay? You need to remember that. And if your goal is weight loss and you want to eat traditional Asian foods, you're going to need as much of that as possible. And it could be as simple as if you're having butter with your um, toast or eggs in the morning, cutting that back and then making and using a cooking spray instead the taste isn't going to be that bad bring in mozzarella instead mozzarella is a good cheese it's actually quite low in calories and then you'll be able to eat asian foods later in the day it's all about finding balance okay so what we say to our clients when they're eating is keep the roti salad in there maybe have two smaller chapatis instead if you're making the salad be very mindful of the oil if you want to basically if you want to cook, a good tip that we like to use with some members is if you're cooking a dish and you don't want to use too much oil but you feel it's a bit bland towards the end or if it's a bit dry, get the low-fat butter from, I think Aldi does a really good one. It's a low-fat butter and a tablespoon of that, I think it's about 30 to 40 calories, I believe, which is quite low. You can put two big heap tablespoons in there and that's just about 100 calories. And that kind of gives that nice liquidy shine to the salon and that's beautiful. I've done that plenty of times before, guys. Yes, I've cooked. <laughs> um, I've done that before and it works brilliantly. It saves you calories. So there's always a way that you can do that and still eat your foods. Now, there will be times where you're just not going to want to do that or you know you just want to eat whatever's made. Um, if your mum's got a specialty happening, then go for it. It doesn't matter. Then in that case, just go for it. Because at the end of the day, you will have days where you just want to eat a bit more. That is totally fine. Okay, we expect, you know, even with our own clients, we expect every single one of them to have at least one or two bad days every 10 or 14 days. And that's fine. Bad days are, we say, this is what we say, bad days are needed because it gives you a bit of a break and a bit of a, a bit of respite away from, I wouldn't say the demand of dieting because we don't look at it as dieting. But sometimes when you miss your favorite foods in all its glory and <laughs> all its glory when you want to have the oils and stuff, totally fine to do. We keep that in there as well. You just pick it back up the next day. Or if you're being invited over for something, then there's good food there. You don't want to be rude, of course. In that case, plan ahead. Maybe do like a mini fast. You know, don't eat any calories before and drink lots of fluids. Maybe have a protein shake in the morning and then just fast up until it's time to go over to someone's house. Well, right now, obviously, I don't know if that's going to happen, given what's going on. But you get the idea. It's all about balancing calories and just being smarter earlier or later in the day. Because by doing so you'll then be able to influence the energy intake in the body because the only way you're going to lose weight, guys, is by burning more than you're taking in, okay? And that's why I say to a lot of people, cutting calories drastically is going to result in failure. Now, you will lose some weight, but you'll stop because the body doesn't like to be deprived of too many calories. And you'll end up losing, a lot, you'll waste away a heck of a lot of muscle tissue, which is bad, and you'll flush out a lot of water at your system as well. And if you're going low carb, then that's going to be completely deflating you because carbs and water, you know, sugars and water, um, essentially fill your muscle cells up and it gives you that nice firm look. And you're not going to get that. So when you go too low on calories, you are it's a catastrophic um, kind of event. I'm not being dramatic, but it kind of is. So you want to keep calories healthy. You want to eat the food that you want, but move, okay? Get up. Go for a walk. If you've got a treadmill in the house, you're the luckiest person there is because, you know, a lot of us don't have access to that in the house. If you've got a bit of cardio equipment every single day, 20, 30 minutes, totally fine. It's not to burn fat, it's to burn calories and to keep your heart rate pumping. And by doing so, 
And if you're training on top of that, uh, doing a bit of cardio can actually speed up the recovery process as well. A lot of people forget that. But if you can keep active every day and burn some calories, you'll then be able to you know, keep the Asian foods in your diet without worrying too much. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that's going to allow for the weight loss to happen is by burning more energy. So by tidying up your diet a little bit and keeping the Asian foods in there, you'll be able to build sustainability and consistency will be something that will be far more achievable. Okay, guys? Now, that is as simple as that. Okay? You do not need to cut out your Asian foods if you want to lose weight. The moment you do that, you'll fail. Okay? Now, we do get the hardcore few folk who can actually just cut everything out and they want to get on with it. We say only do it if you're happy to do that. We really don't mind, okay? In fact, we don't care because we want to make sure that you're eating the food that you want to eat. If you don't want to eat it, fair enough. But the majority of the people that we get DMs from or questions, they always question us and they're saying, well, you put out this infograph. Why does it say that? I thought you were not supposed to eat. Um, I thought you weren't supposed to eat roti. I thought you weren't supposed to you know, have this, that, the other. And it's like explaining it to them. It's all about energy, calories. You can find a way to reduce calories in the salad and then you can still keep... You, you, may, you can even have like a fruit bowl or a fruit chat afterwards. It doesn't matter. You can have the traditional foods by just making a couple of small tweaks, okay? I promise you. I can guarantee you'll still be able to lose weight if you're still being active and the general context of your diet is adhered to. So fruits and vegetables, getting in enough protein, which I'll do another podcast on, getting in good quality fats, and carbs will be based around how active you are that day, okay? Because carbs are still needed. So it's very important you understand that, guys. Keep the Asian foods in your diet, Keep losing weight and you'll be just fine. So hopefully you took something from this. Um, a bit of my, one of my lengthier podcasts, but I felt it was needed. You know, inevitably there's always going to be a question on the back of it. So by all means, Instagram is where we are most active. We're also on Facebook, Twitter as well these days. You can check us out there or on the Moment Pen app. And if you've got any questions, just please fire them over. They will all be confidential anyway. We never share it unless we put the question out in our stories. Right, guys. So one little bit of news. Our website is going to be going under construction over the next kind of three to four months, I'd say. Um, so this will really benefit everyone, but more so the members area because we're going to be overhauling it completely and bringing in some new features in there so we're going to be putting like macronutrient calorie calculators there everything everything is going to be there we just released a new nutrition guide for our members so it's got like tips and food ideas and asian cooking guides and everything you can you would you know you'd be you'd look at and you think this is too good to be true well it's not because we've made it all for everyone okay so members area 9.99 a month that's all you pay you can join us um, and be part of the revolution is what we like to call it because the group is growing uh, and fast as of late because we've been kind of promoting it a little bit more so if you want to be part of a group where you'll be able to have access to kind of meal guides and workouts especially with videos a sup- an awesome and awesome support group around you with the other ladies then get in touch with us and we'll help you get signed up but as always guys thank you very much please do share the podcast because it is a um, kind of a growing podcast we've not been promoting or doing much work as of late due to our schedule but we are really looking to reach out so if you know anyone that's going to benefit from this or if you know someone who's got a fear of traditional asian foods when it comes to weight loss then please direct them to this podcast guys okay if you've not left a review yet then please do so you you know we really do appreciate the support as you would imagine um, and we'll catch up with you guys very soon